Good morning. And how are you? Are we all good? Are we all well? Are we all drained of excitement now that Christmas is over? Yes? <laughs> I better start thinking up some New Year's resolutions because it's nearly New Year's Eve. Anyhow, before New Year's Eve, we have lots of stories. And we left yesterday um, off to find the Snoogle, didn't we? Well, I don't know what a Snoogle is, but I think it sounds like a snaky kind of creature. Snuff, snuff, snuff a snake and snuff a Snoogle. What do you reckon? Do you think I'm right or do you think you know what a Snoogle is? Shall we find out? <laughs> Here goes. We are on chapter 25 and it's called the Snoogle. So here goes. The wishing chair was off to find the Snoogle. If the Snoogle has your mother's ring, we shall have to find some way of getting it back, said Binky. I wonder who or what he is. I've never heard of him before. The chair flew on. Soon, in the distance, the three could see an enormous castle set on a hilltop. At the bottom, all around the foot, was a great moat full of water. A drawbridge stretched across the moat. But even as the children looked at it, it was drawn up into the gateway on the castle side of the moat. <clears throat> There's no way of getting in the Snoogle's castle except by flying, that's clear, said Binky. Fly onto the roof, wishing chair. The wishing chair flew to the roof of the castle. It was all turreted and the chair flew over the turrets and down onto a flat part behind. Sitting on the roof, basking in the sunshine, was the Snoogle. The children stared at him in astonishment. He was the funniest looking creature they had ever seen. He had the body of a dragon, the tail of a cat always twirling and twisting, and the head of a yellow duck. He was sitting in a deck chair fast asleep. The wishing chair flew down beside his chair and the children stared at the snoogle. They did not get out of the chair because... Well, really, they hardly liked the look of the Snoogle. But Binky jumped down and went to have a good stare at him. Snore, went the sleeping Snoogle. Snore. Hi, wake up, Snoogle, shouted Binky, and he gave the Snoogle a poke in the chest. The Snoogle woke up in a fright and quacked loudly. Quack, 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 quack. He leapt to his two pairs of dragon feet and glared at Binky. I've come to fetch the ring that Big Ears the Goblin gave you, said Binky boldly. Will you get it, please? You'd better get it yourself, said the Snoogle sulkily. Where is it then? asked Binky. 
go down the stairs there. Walk down 200 steps, said Snoogle. You'll come to a bolted door, unbolt it and walk in. You'll see my bedroom there. In a big box on the mantelpiece, you will find the ring. It was given to me by Big Ears and I think you should give me something in return for it. You shall have nothing, cried Binky. You know quite well that Big Ears should not have taken that ring from our garden. I believe you were just keeping it for him till people had forgotten it and had given up hunting for it. You are just as dishonest as Big Ears. The Snoogle waved its cat-like tail to and fro in anger. It gave a few loud cracks, but Binky only laughed. He didn't seem a bit afraid of the Snoogle. I'll go down and get the ring, he said to the others. You two stay here. He ran down the steps, but no sooner had he disappeared down them than the Snoogle also went down, following softly behind Binky. Oh, he's gone to catch Binky, cried Molly. Shout, Peter, shout and warn him. So Peter shouted with all his might, but Binky was far too far down the steps to hear. The Snoogle waited for him to unbolt the bedroom door and then when Binky was safely inside looking for the box on the mantelpiece he slammed the door and bolted it. Quack! he cried with a deep chuckle. Now you are caught you cheeky little pixie. Molly and Peter were running down the steps shouting to Binky they suddenly heard the sound of the bedroom door being slammed and the bolts being driven home. Stop, Molly, said Peter, clutching hold of her arm. Binky is caught. It's no use running straight into the snoogle as he comes back. Slip into his this room here and perhaps he will go past us up to the roof again. They slipped into a nearby room. They hid behind the door. And as he passed, the Snoogle popped his head into the room and looked around it. But he did not see the two children squeeze tightly behind the door. Quack, he said loudly and went on up the steps. Molly and Peter slipped out of the room as soon as it was safe and ran to where Binky was hammering on the inside of the bolted door in a furious rage. Let me out! Let me out! he was shouting. Binky! Binky, hush! said Peter. We're just going to unbolt the door. The bolts were big and heavy. It took both Molly and Peter to pull them back. They opened the door and there was Binky, looking as angry as could be. To think I should have been trapped so easily, said Binky in a fury. Anyway, I've got the ring. Look, he showed them a ring and sure enough, it was the very one their mother had lost. Molly and Peter were so pleased. Now I'll just go and tell that Snoogle what I think of him said Binky fiercely. I'm not afraid of any snoogle, silly duck-headed creature.
Oh, Binky, do be careful, said Molly, half afraid. We've got the ring. Can't we just go quietly up to the roof, get into our chair and go away? I'd much rather do that. We'll get into the chair and fly away, all right, said Binky. But I'm just going to tell the Snoogle a few things first. The children had never seen the little pixie look so angry. He marched up the steps and out onto the roof. Molly and Peter followed. The Snoogle was looking all round for the two children, quacking angrily. He was more surprised to see them coming up the steps and even more surprised to see Binky, whom he thought was safely bolted, in the room below. Now look here, Snoogle, said Binky boldly, walking right up to the surprised creature. How dare you try to capture me like that? I am a pixie, yes, and a powerful one too. I can do spells that would frighten you. Shall I turn you into a black beetle or a tadpole or a wasp without a sting? To the children's surprise, the Snoogle looked very much afraid. He was such a big creature compared with Binky. It seemed so strange that he should be so frightened of him. (sighs) I've a good mind to fly off in our chair to the Pixie King and complain about you, said Binky. You will have your castle taken away from you then for daring to interfere with a Pixie. No one can get me out of my castle, said the Snoogle in a quacking sort of voice. I have a big moat around and a drawbridge that I can keep up for months on end. Do your worst, stupid little pixie. Very well. I will, said Binky. But just to go on with, take that, you silly Snoogle. Binky took hold of the Snoogle's waving tail and pulled it hard. Now that was just naughty. There was no need to do a thing like that. It made the Snoogle very angry indeed, but he did not dare to touch Binky or the children, for he really was afraid of Binky's magic. But the Snoogle was not afraid of the wishing chair. He ran to it and stood by it. You shall not fly off in your chair now, he quacked loudly. Ha ha, that will punish you. Oh yes, we will, shouted Binky and he ran to push the Snoogle away. But oh dear, oh dear, what do you suppose the Snoogle did? With four hard pecks, he pecked off the red wings of the poor wishing chair. There they lay on the ground, four bunches of red feathers. Oh, you wicked creature, shouted Molly in a rage. You have spoiled our lovely, lovely wishing chair. Oh, how could you do a thing like that? Oh, Binky, why did you make the Snoogle angry? Look what he's done. Molly burst into tears. She couldn't bear to see the wings of the wishing chair on the ground instead of flapping away merrily 
on its legs. Peter turned pale. He did not know how they would get home now. Binky was full of horror. He had not thought that such a thing would happen. But it was done now. Well, I think you'll agree that you can't fly away now, said the Snoogle with a grin. Take your chair and go down into the kitchen. You can live here now. No one ever comes here and you can't get out. So we shall be nice company for one another. Binky picked up the chair. The three of them walked down the steps very sorrowfully. We are in a pretty fix now, said Peter gloomily. I don't know what we're going to do now that our wishing chair can't fly. And that is the end of chapter 25. So, oh my goodness, what do you think is going to happen? The poor wishing chair, fancy having its wings pecked off like that. Oh, and what are they going to do? Are they going to be able to escape the castle? How are they going to escape the castle if they don't have a chair to fly off in? Oh, my goodness. So, we will find out tomorrow. (laughs) Well, we will if you come back and join me again tomorrow. So, are you going to spend the rest of your day playing with your new toys? I've had no messages telling me what you got for Christmas or what Father Christmas brought you, you know. No messages at all. I expect you've all been really, really busy playing with your new toys. (laughs) So, um, I've been busy eating chocolates. I think one of my New New Year's resolutions will have to be I must stop eating so many chocolates. (laughs) So, anyhow... I will say goodbye for now and I'll see you all again tomorrow. Okay, so make sure you have a lovely, lovely day and take care and stay safe. (laughs) And I will see you all tomorrow. So, bye for now.